The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Corey, I couldn't help but notice that you're wearing a shirt. I try to whenever possible. Uh, there were laws passed. What are the odds that you wear a shirt every day of your life? Almost forty percent. At a boy. Well, let me let me tell you about a little uh, sales bonanza we got going here. We got some friends. These uh, these friends got some codes. Go visit our friends uh, at the Hate. That's the. If you can't spell the, go back to school. Hate H V I I I dot com. Use the code HPG fifteen get fifteen percent off your order. And if your tits still require more fabric. Go to status. I need to double up. You got to double, double. You never have too much tit fabric. Go to statusforyourmerch.com, use the code TERROR, and, uh, and get you some sweet discounts there. Welcome to this uh, pot shot, number four. Um, we're recording this after the actual thing that you're about to listen to. So we're in the future yet. You're about to be in our past. And why do you always want to break out a compass? (laughs) (laughs) Because what happens is I'm sober when we start, I'm drinking when we do it. When we record the intro, I'm kind of on a different planet. So the space time continuum needs to be fucked with in my head. Uh, if, if you want to listen to people who are probably much better at mathematics and, and making shit yeah, <laughs> than yeah. that is, uh, enjoy this pot chat. We're going to bring you our friends from over at the Dark Mart, and we're going to talk a little bit about their website and uh, affiliation with the website, which and, you can and, and, buy and sell very cool horror-related merchandise on. And my hatred for the city of Chicago. Well, that's a given. That literally comes up every other week. That's true. But I feel like if you had a cartoon show, that's mostly what it would be about. <laughs> that's very true. So enjoy uh, Pacha number four with Robert and Stephen from the Dark Mart. Do you mind if I ask where you're located? Yep, we're in Illinois. You're, oh. Orland Park, Illinois. Damn, I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> so you're right by me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not far at all. Where are Wisconsin? Uh, I, well, I lived in Appleton, and now I moved to a, okay. a suburb of a, of a suburb called Shyocton. Oh, I never heard of that one. Now, my wife and I moved to uh, BFE, essentially. But it's like 10 miles outside of Appleton. Okay. Because neighbors suck, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yes. <laughs> Did you? Uh, do you have land out there now? Yeah, we have 10 acres. Hey, that's good. That's what we wanted. See, I only have to mow one, though. Because everyone's like, oh, it's so much mowing. I'm like, I only mow one. It's not that bad. And then there's nine between me and the next house. Okay. Just a giant fire hazard. It's just all grass. Steve, are you on? Yeah, it looks like you just popped in. Yes, I am. Right. All right, we're all on. Cool, cool. All right, video's happening. Um, 
I I don't. How often do you do interviews? I don't have. I'm fucking terrible at doing interviews. So the, I don't have like staged questions. We're just gonna talk. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Cool. Um. So. Well, before we go ahead and get into everything, why don't you talk about your website, The Dark Mart, and what you guys do? I have kind of an idea, but uh, for those listening that aren't familiar. Sure. The Dark Mart is an eBay-style forum, minus the auctions, for everything horror and sci-fi. So basically, there's really two markets on one, and you have eBay. And eBay... Like, if you type in Dracula collectibles, you'll find pages and pages and pages. The problem with eBay and our Amazon for sellers is that they charge you per month. You have to pay a commission, or not a commission, but then there's a fee when you sell your item. They limit how much you can sell, and there's all kinds of other charges. But then when you do sell the item, then PayPal can hold your money up to 30 days. So what we decided to do was have one-stop shop where you can put as much stuff as you want, for a flat fee of $35 a month. There's no uh, commission sale when you sell your item to us. There's no listing fee. You can just go right in and open a store and start selling your stuff. So do you limit it? I know it's obviously based on Haunted Houses, Halloween, and all that, but do you, do you limit it to horror-related items? Yes. Okay. It's horror and sci-fi only. That's the thing. That's, it's the, that, you know, that's the niche market. So that's our market. So we stayed strictly with horror and sci-fi which as we mentioned before we uh went live and started recording is like the horror and sci-fi and halloween is a gigantic market and it seems to only get bigger i mean you have tv shows like face off which yep i'm kind of surprised have you tried going on that at all with your mask no no actually no i haven't but there's a guy out here that's right by me uh that's uh cozart he he was on there okay cozart studios and uh he did pretty well no, I haven't. I haven't went on there. I do watch the show. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm hooked right now on Walking Dead. <sighs> I never got into it. Oh, dude. No, let's see. Here's the thing. Here here's the problem. So you're like the fifteenth person that said that. <laughs> you need this. You you need to start with season one, and I guarantee you, you'll marathon it. <sighs> see, you'll I love it. I watched the first season. Uh, I was actually oh, working. Well, yeah, I was working at a haunt the the year that the first season ha- happened, and we would go to one of the creators' houses after we were closed for the night, and we would watch that week's, you know, the previous week's episode. Okay. I got to the end, and I just never started season two. Season two, first, the first and second season are my favorite. Right now, the show sucks. Right now, <laughs> I, I, I think that they better do something to save themselves from getting canceled because it's getting very dr- dragged out. Like one of my two, one of my other favorite shows was Grimm, and I don't know why they canceled Grimm, but they did. And this is going to get canceled if they don't start picking up the pace a little bit. And I hear a lot of uh, a lot of people complaining about it, so this is not the first that uh, yep, yep. I've heard. Um, my wife and I actually stepped away from the show uh, with the the whole Glenn died, but then he didn't really die. Around that season, we we stopped watching, and then she wound up going back at the beginning of the next season and caught up again. And I just never went back to it. I, I hit my, my wall with it and I was done. No, but she's I continued you. on. But I, I think she said some of the same things, which is it's, it's getting hard to watch and it, it, it gets a little repetitive because it, it sort of has oh, to, there's does. not so many things that they're going to be able to do. They kind of have to give you retellings of certain stories over and over again. And on top of that, the characters go through cycles where they act one way for a little while and they, 
change their way of thinking they act another way and then they move back to the original way and it's just so back and forth uh, rick is just basically just one giant yo-yo throughout exactly. the whole thing and it's not like i don't think the character is good but i think that at some point you have to get rid of the actor which is unfortunate because the character has done everything that they can do well and that's the problem with zombie shows okay here's the thing about zombie shows Every one of them are the same. There's two things that are going to happen if, if a zombie happen. One, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Or two, we're to stop it from happening. So there's only two possible scenarios. Every zombie show, from Night of the Living Dead to Days of the Dead, all this stuff, they're all the same. You know, everybody comes back from the grave, bites another person, infects that person, blah, 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 and everybody runs for their life. So The Walking Dead's going to have to try to do something different if they don't want to be repetitive like all the other ones that have already done it before them. Yeah, I think the best thing The Walking Dead did was being about the characters. Yeah. But at some point, even the characters themselves can't can't keep you coming back to the show, nope. especially if you lose favorites. And sometimes that's another tough thing, too. And Game of Thrones goes through that. And I yes. think they've been cautious as to who they're willing to let go. But there's certainly points in that show where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm really rooting for this person. Oh, that was probably a mistake because now they're dead. <laughs> right. So uh, getting a little back on topic, uh, you guys can yeah. talk about The Walking Dead more if you just want to let me leave. Uh-uh. Just call me when I'm done <laughs> or when you're done. Um, so what kind of got you into horror? I mean, that's kind of a question we ask everyone is where did it start for you? For me? Yeah. Okay. So ever since... You know, and you'll always hear people say as far back as I can remember, literally uh, as far back as I can remember, maybe about age seven or eight, I was into uh, horror from Alfred Hitchcock to going to, there was a place called Murray's Costume Shop out by us. Then we had a magic shop called Billy Bishop's, Bishop's Magic Store. And all these things somehow interlinked from the Bozo Show, the Grand Prize Game, to Bishops, to Murray's, to Freddy Krueger. Somehow everything is interlocked for me. And ever since I was a kid, this has been like the biggest thing for me is horror. Mm-hmm. But trying to find a way to make money doing it other than you know having a haunted house and, and charging for the month of October wasn't easy. Well, now that you have the internet and you can do things like this, make masks and sell them or create the dark mark like what we did, I can now do something that I can you know, pass on. My daughter loves this. She's eight years old, so she's kind of following in it. You know, I want to keep the tradition going, dude. Yeah. So I, I have to be honest, when I first heard the name of your website, I assumed that it was some sort of like dark web Silk Road type thing. Just the Dark Mart is such a kind of an ambiguous... The Walmart name. of the Dark yeah, Web. Yeah, it's, it's the Walmart of the Dark Web. You can get uh, you can get some potato <laughs> chips and crack if right. you want. I mean, it's a cool name. Don't get right. me wrong, but I'm just... Like, I wonder what you do there. Well, you know, you got the dark, you got the dark net, yeah, everything, anything bad is dark. So just mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. It's very so true. We're just, we're ju- we're just bad. <laughs> we're generally, we're generally frowned upon. We're the dirty right. kids in class. That's okay. I'm okay with that. Everything, everything bad has a tattoo now. So we're, we're okay. We're all fitting in together. Well, and that's, uh, so I had, my wife got her first tattoo at the age of 30, like in May. And I started getting okay. tattooed when I was 18. So I was like, wow, you're finally a dirty kid. Exactly. She's like, I don't get it. And so there was such a long period of time in which being tattooed was cool. And I said, I just want to go back to being the dirty kid in class where people leave me alone. I'm sick of people stopping yep. me and being like, dude, sweet tats, bro. I'm like, fuck yep. you. 
Every single person now, if you even look at the ads and magazines and for commercials, uh, I don't care if it's Old Navy, people are all tatted up now. Yep. Yep. It's not cool, all right? We're outcasts. Leave us alone. Yep. I got mine we're, at 34. <laughs> I was 34. late for everything. It's never, yep. it's never too late to get them. They just hurt the older you get. They hurt more. My mom older. recently got her first one. Your mom? <laughs> yep. My mom oh, took right. one of her grandsons with her to get to get tattoos, the two of them. Uh, so yeah, that that's exactly it. And it and and hers is is I'm I'm not gonna call it mainstream, but it is something that people see and they they admire it because of the the colors. It's a it's a turtle, and it's something that I know she's wanted for a good number of years. But it was just kind of like that finally getting the opportunity to do it, and and I think that that's awesome. But it it's it's funny because the stigma of tattoos seems to have for the most part gone away. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. live in I live in very liberal California, so we have less of those those rules and stuff in place that you'd find um, probably still in in middle America and even in Michigan where I'm from, uh, where it's it's okay for us to have exposed tattoos on our arms and things like that. It's oh yeah, you're you're unexpected. from you're from Ho- you're from Hollyweird. Yeah. No, I'm from Northern California, uh, oh, so okay. it's it's a different kind of weird up here. <laughs> I uh, recently visited Corey. I was out there for work, and um, I don't ever want to go back. Other than to visit not. Corey, it's just not. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's, it's you know, if you ever watch the Lost Boy, if you ever watch the Lost Boys, they pretty much sum up what California looks like. I think. Yeah, I've I've been yeah. to the area where that was all based around and everything. I did not get to meet a really cool shirtless saxophonist or anything, but it was. <laughs> It was still a good time, and it 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 it's right in in place with with everything out here. I'm sure it is. So, uh, Robert, Steve, at... Steve, are you in? Are you on here with us? Yes, I am. Just listening and enjoying all this. Oh, all right, good. <laughs> uh, I was actually in California just recently, and being a uh, big conservative 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 guy, I figured I would hate it, but uh, it's actually quite nice. I was surprised. No, it it it, it definitely is a, a liberal. For the most part, but but there's certainly pockets and stuff that are more conservative, and and honestly, it's it's a very beautiful place if you're into that kind of climate. The problem is I've lived here for half my life, and I I kind of hate the heat, and I like things like rain and and yep. changes in the weather, and and so other than when we're having El Nino season out here every few years, it it kind of sucks. Okay, but for everybody else, it's beautiful, and I can understand why my simple home costs half a million dollars. See, I, I get why people live there. I mean, I was in San Francisco. It was like 70, 24, seven, but you also have homeless people everywhere. At least in yep. Wisconsin, it's too damn cold for them to exist in the winter. Right. Yep. That's exactly. We, if you're going to be homeless, yeah, and, move if to California. If San Francisco. and if you're from Chicago by us, if you're homeless, you just get shot dead and killed. So that's how we do. See, here. we don't. That's a whole other reason. I, I don't care for Chicago. I've had a lot of bad experiences there, and that's just another reason. Granted, I'm not homeless, so I probably won't get shot, but they do make a taste. No, I, I think shooting's an equal opportunity uh, way of death. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. I, I don't feel like they ask so you true. your address or they put the gun in your mouth and just let fire. By the way, when I said if you're going to be homeless, I was being facetious. I I don't think that it's something that people are choosing. <laughs> you never know. There was well, that super rich guy know. that it's like a, hopped in, a train. In, in Illinois, I think people do choose it a lot. A lot of people from Chicago choose it. And this state is now, I think today, managed to hit uh, junk. So we're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
It's a good place. I'll steer clear. If you guys have never been here, don't ever come. Oh, I've <laughs> I've been there plenty. Don't. Yeah, well, don't come back because <laughs> it's 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 just the worst damn place. I mean. If okay. you want to talk, oh God! This, how about it, Steve? We live here, and it's just until until you <laughs> build that bad. Until you yeah, build the Kumas on my side of the state, I gotta keep fucking coming back, right? And if you've never been to Kumas, educate <laughs> yourself. Have. Oh my God! There's one on Belmont and Diversity, and then there's one in Schaumburg. It is um, so Belmont is the original one, and it's like this dirty little Belmont shithole. That's actually where I where I live at near over there. Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. The I don't, uh, I don't see one over. Kuma's two is six 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 diversity, and then um, the one on Belmont is like down the street from. Shit, there's a venue. It's not the Bottom Lounge. The Beat Kitchen. Um, I unfortunately and and not 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 Belmont and diversity is that? No, 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 no. There's on there is a location on diversity, and then there's a location on Belmont. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Uh, no, I'm looking up the address right now because this is a place you need to go to. Kuma's Corner. Yeah, they built one in Indianapolis, too. What you were saying earlier was that you watched horror movies and you got into doing what is essentially crafting. You were showing us uh, a mask that you're sculpting right now. Yep. And and I think that that's, to me, that's very interesting because that's another thing about horror stuff that, where from my perspective, I got into it and I saw it as uh, stories that I want to write. And my wife okay. does artwork and stuff, so she sees it as stuff that she draws and she paints and things. Okay. And uh, we have a friend who was on the show recently, J.F. DeBoe, who just had his book uh, published, uh, God in the Shed. And it's, it's, a, it's a horror story in the, in the frame of mind of uh, King and Barker and, uh, and Neil Gaiman. And so the idea of saying, oh, I see that and I want to sculpt those creatures, that's interesting to me because i i would always come up with like an arbitrary concept for the creature but there's a different level of someone who goes and puts in that kind of work and time to make those things essentially come to life and that that's very interesting yeah i mean <clears throat> you know you can love the horror industry and and you can love certain horror movies and say you're a big horror fan and people are but yeah to be able to create something from scratch out of clay and then bring it to life, you know, that's, that's where it gets really fun. And, you know, like you'll have people that won't buy a damn thing that you make, especially like I've got a whole bunch of my shit posted on the dark mart and not one person has, you know, bought a fucking thing, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to keep doing it because I love it. So, so it, and uh, the point that you said is too that how he has products on the dark mark. Yeah, and chiming the, in. The good thing about the dark mark too is that uh, uh, you know you can list up as many items as you want as you want. We don't have any limitations like eBay and Amazon does, um, which if you pay a lot of money, then you don't have those limitations. Um, but like we said, the good thing is that you can just throw them on there. You can forget about them, let them sit until someone does buy it, and you're not getting charged a penny more. So that's also uh, one of the good benefits. Yeah, and for, the unfortunate downside to things like Amazon and eBay is that they can charge more to let you list more, which I think is stupid, yes. but that's the fucking <laughs> American way. Because um, I think the last time I checked, uh, like eBay was like $80 a month, and then on top of that, they charge you for every single product that you list. So if you're a, uh, you know, a, a small company just starting off and you have a ton of little items, um, 
and you want to list them on there, you're going to go bankrupt before you sell anything. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot, eBay. Uh, bringing it full circle, Steve. Well, plus Amazon's Amazon's getting too big for their britches, so they're gonna things are gonna change with them now that they bought Whole Foods. I think you're gonna see things change with the Amazon stores. Don't fuck with me, Amazon. I, and that's the thing too is that I'm never a big fan of putting so much into one outlet because then you yep. lose ability, you lose control of that outlet. They start to start to pull enough numbers that they don't have to give you any kind of leeway when you want to sell through them, when you want to buy through them or anything else. This happened with publishers a right, couple of years a, ago. It's a monopoly. Uh, it's kind of like having one utility company that gives you electricity. They can charge you whatever they want mm-hmm. and they can shut you off anytime they want to. So it's, it's the same thing with these stores like Amazon. You know, it's, it, there's not a lot of fish in the sea and they can do whatever the hell they want. And they know you're going to keep coming because who else are you going to go to? Yeah, and if I want to support horror genre, the the problem with a corporation like Amazon is at some point they have to be holden, have to become beholden to the the broader audience. Right. And when when you look at a Walmart, nothing against Walmart at all, but Walmart has certain things that they won't sell because their general uh, shopper is, does not want to see that stuff in their stores, and and they're considered the everything store. But there's yep. a lot of stuff in there that you cannot get and they will not stock because they're like, no, other people don't want to see that. And and at some point, Amazon's going to be, kind of become the same thing, I think, is that they're going to get some of the more uh, questionable or dark material out of it to yep. make way for the things that are more mainstream that will sell better, which is well, and that's fine the- for their business. But that's exactly the reason why you shouldn't make them your lone place to shop. Exactly, and that's why you notice Amazon now has their own line of diapers, their own line of paper towel, their own line of, of, of cleaning supplies. Because what they're trying to do is exactly what you said. You know, they're getting out of the, the, the darker end of things and, you know, getting into more of the everyday traditional stuff. As long as I can purchase the Great American Challenge big black dildo on Amazon, I won't believe anything you guys are saying. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate dildo, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm searching right now to make sure I can still get it because, yep, yep, totally still can. Right. Yeah, for now you can. Yeah, yeah, for now, I know. That, that'll be my gauge of which Amazon has just shit the bed is when I cannot purchase a dildo anymore. Well, I think oh, only well. when they take it out. Yeah. Maybe they'll have, like, an adult section. It's like going through the black curtains at Family Video 10 years ago. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, Boy, that's yeah, yeah. They used to have that movie star behind the curtain. Yeah. I always try to sneak a peek when I was a kid. Like, what really goes on back there? Nothing you want to see. Yeah. Um, Steve, because I will not let you leave without knowing everything there is to know about Kumas. There's uh, 2900 West Belmont Avenue, is the original one. Um, 666 West Diversity Parkway is the cleaner one, and now they have one at 852 West Fulton Market in the West Loop. I need a report. What's that? Six, six, yeah, 666 six, 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 six West Diversity Parkway. It'll make oh, sense when you go address. in there as to why that's the address. <laughs> oh. Uh, what's the... Um, and then the one was 2900 West, West Belmont. Belmont. Yeah. That's the original one. That was the one that was on TV. Okay. Don't ask questions. Get the Slayer regret your decisions an hour later <laughs> is it like white castle no 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 no. i think their burgers are all like 
a half a pound or a third a pound, but the Slayer is a burger, cheese, chili, sausage, and it's not on a bun. It's just on fries. It's very good. It's just very bad for you. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. But we digress. Um, I don't... I don't even know where the hell we last left off. Let me just keep getting sidetracked here. So one thing I want to point out about the the Dark Martha storefront is I see a lot of stuff which is what you guys have have made and designed, your your kind of creature effects, your sculpts and stuff. But what I also see and and what I think needs to, to be pointed out to our listeners is that a lot also on there is the tools to be able to do this yourself. Right. Uh, the things that you would need to be able to start out or if you've already been doing it, if you're already a pro, uh, things that you might be able to get from, again, another dealership from uh, rather than eBay or Amazon. And that's that's kind of the thing, too, is it's not just a place to go to get costuming stuff, not just a place to go to get props for Honored S, but it's a place to go if you're looking to make that stuff on your own. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. And also, the goal of this, too, is um, we want to create a community for the most part. So if there's a product on there that uh, you know that you don't see and that you want, contact us. I'm sure we've got connections and we can reach out and get that for you as well. Yeah. Um, and, and another thing I want to point out, too, that that should be known as far as the to like the, the people in the horror industry. You know, you look at people like uh, you look at Comic-Con and. I'm sure all of you are familiar with Comic-Con. Comic-Con is, is ginormous. Tons of, tons of fans, tons of followers. So the sci-fi industry is, is, is huge. It's just huge. And I don't think the horror industry gets enough, you know, enough credit or enough attention because there's not a whole lot of horror conventions. There's not a, you know, a whole lot of to do about it. So hopefully the Dark Mart can start bringing, you know, I don't know, kind of a lot of attention in the horror industry. Kind of like how Comic Con did for the sci-fi. Have you um have you gone down to San, uh, St. Louis for Transworld? Yes, I have. Okay. That place is awesome. I that now see okay Transworld. Yeah, that's for the haunt industry. That's for buying your props for your haunted houses. You'll have you know a whole bunch of vendors, and there's one in particular that's I'm not even going to get into that one, but the, the, you have a whole lot of vendors that come down there. To, they manufacture the props and they sell them at that time of year for the, for the haunt industry. That's awesome. Transworld is very cool. So is is Transworld, so did you go as a vendor or did you go as just an outsider? No, I, I go just as an attendee okay. just to see the new stuff out there. Um, one of the things that I do is I try to never, ever duplicate or do anything that somebody else has already done i try to keep it as different as possible but i do go to see all the different things and the different um i guess you could say technology now for this industry there's a company called atmos effects and they do these dvds where when you project them with a projector in the windows i mean it looks like real shit that is awesome for our industry so like i can take and make a you know, a, a set design. I can design a set, like a Dracula set, have a window in the backdrop, and then play this Atmos effects. And it's like a total virtual reality 3D now world Holy for shit. your haunt that you wouldn't get, you know, if you if you didn't have it. Yeah, this stuff is insane. Oh, it is. I'm sure it's not cheap. It's actually not that expensive. Oh, the disc? No way. You can get that for $45. And then you get yourself the projector. You can get a projector at Walmart for 120. Mm-hmm. You put you put the material in front of the window or in front of the door, and you're set. That's it. Wow. 
Too bad I don't have neighbors anymore to scare. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> no, that's a couple well-placed scarecrow type demon things man. on that 10 acres of yours would do pretty well so, a mask. then i'd have to go out into the middle of the woods mask. and do that but i'm on let me finish this i'm on the phone this is perfect this is what having neighbors gets you no i'll be there whoever you're talking to ask if he's been to koopa's corner no i'm not so hang on a second <laughs> I don't know. How far outside of Chicago do you guys, do you guys live? I, now I'm just eventually I'm going to get you your home address and just show up. That's what this is. Uh, actually, I'm over by that uh, the 2900. Oh, you're, okay, yeah, yeah, I forgot you said you're in you're in the shit. Sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah, he's he's a little bit further out. Um, where is it? A little out west, I think it is. Okay. Well, it used to be the lake, so I hope it's west. I'll be there between twelve and one tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finish this and I'll step by. Sorry, guys. Hey, you know what? If you lived on ten acres, you wouldn't have that problem. All right, I'll see you later. Oh, sorry about that. No, you're good, man. Cool, man. That's what Back happened when. That's what happens when you're. Neighbors keep coming here and asking you for help all the time. Don't have fucking neighbors. Problem solved. I know. See, I, I should have go to the neighbors. Go. Nobody comes to me. I'm the loser of the neighborhood. <laughs> I had uh, one of our neighbors uh, actually stopped over, and I told a buddy of mine, and he goes, "What kind of car did you drive?" And I'm like, "Funny story, because he did drive over, because you can't fucking walk over." He drove over. Well, oh, that's right, because in Wisconsin, you guys got like a mile between houses or so, right? Uh, he's he's like across the street, but then a th- like a third of a mile into the woods. Okay. But, like, uh, the house that we moved out of was just straight up, like, a neighborhood. So, like, I could see into my neighbor's kitchen, and she was this crazy old lady. That's why I moved. Then I had an alcoholic on the other side. So, yeah. I've been down to to the Middleton area there, and it's pretty nice. I uh, go to Madison for work quite a bit. Yeah. We have have an office there. And then I have band practice in Milwaukee because I'm dumb. Um, You're in a... You're in a band? Yes. I play drums in a metal band. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Some days. Some days it's not. <laughs> I know what it's like to work really hard on something and get paid absolutely nothing for it, though. Yeah, that's what we're <laughs> going through right now. <laughs> yep. That's uh, why I went back to school and got a job, and now we just do it on the side for fun. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't change it for the world. Nope. Um, fuck. Can what, you guys tell us else? a little bit about uh, becoming a sorcerer? Sure. So basically, very simple process. You come to the site, www.darkmark.com, and when you go to it, you click on Sorcerer, and you sign up, and it's a, basic, it's, a, it's a very simple form. You put your name, your address, email address, everything like that. Everything is secure, um, and then that's it. You start posting your, your items on the website, and you get paid at the end of every week. So if you sell two things on Tuesday, you'll get paid on Friday. Huh. We don't hold anything. We just make sure that the stuff is shipped out, and that's it. And then it goes right into your account, and it's a done deal. We tried to make this. We wanted to make this as simple as possible. And then the overall, the I have a video on the website as well for showing how to upload products and whatnot. It's all super simple. Um, upload your images, put in the price. You can put in the weight so it automatically, automatically calculates the shipping costs. Um, oh. Multiple images, select your category, and that's it. And then... Uh, you're up and running. Um, then I also should probably point out now that uh, earlier we mentioned that it's uh, $35 a month 
what we're running right now is a an early Halloween deal. Yep. Um, so it's actually uh, $5 a month if you sign up now um, up until Halloween night. Yes, so that's, that's uh, it. Quite a big saving. So for that $5, when you become a sorcerer, sell as many items as you want, any price that you want, and you're not going to pay anything else except for that, uh, that monthly fee. And, you know, that $5 a month is even $35 a month is minimal compared to what everyone else is charging. Yep. Yeah, setting up your own web space in your own storefront and having the security and everything else that's involved in that can get quite costly. Uh, yeah. So that right off the bat seems like a pretty worthwhile thing to me. Exactly. You're going to pay more than that for just hosting your website. So it's, uh, it's pretty good. Um, and then also, uh, I'm going to mention something else. Uh, yes, you get your own unique, uh, 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 what do you call it, URL for your storefront. So you can upload all your products onto there. And pass that URL along to everyone else. Um, that's how you can advertise your own storefront. Um, groups up your products. They can customers can leave reviews about you, um, and all that stuff. So I mean, it's it's a great starting point if you want to get your store up and running and whatnot as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, we want it to be the one-stop shop for everything horror and sci-fi. So if you have that comic book collection that you're trying to dump, you can put the whole comic book collection right on. The Dark Mart and sell it. Anything horror and sci-fi, literally. Action figures, He-Man. Oh, even that's that's just toys, but it kind of falls in there. So <laughs> anything like that can go right on there. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean it's it's needed. We did. If you look up like um, the industry, and if you look up like how we did for eBay, there's. The, the Halloween industry has 390 million followers in it. So if you were to tap into even 1% of that market, that's huge. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That's huge. So how many people do you currently have as sellers? If you can even say that or if you want to. Sure. Steve know. knows that. You know that. Uh, sellers, I think we have about not a whole lot at the moment. I think it's about six, but then we have uh, members that are on there. That's okay. about uh, close to five hundred. Oh, see, that's so, fucking. Wrong. So, how long has this website been up for? Really short time. It's only been about a month and a half now. I think oh, that's it. Oh yep. shit! So it's no shit. Yeah, I did. Wow. I uh, yeah, so yeah, that's it. It's still fairly new. I mean, we're we're pushing real hard with social medias. I mean, right now is the time to sign up. If you have a product that you want to get out. Um, Yep, we're going to push you and advertise you as much as we can to uh, get people to sign up. So if you want to get your name out there to thousands and thousands of people, um, now's the time to get some free advertisement. Yeah, holy shit. That's and we're going to try to get some spokespeople like Freddy Krueger, Robert England. Um, we're going to try to get Chris Sarandon. Now, here, here's the deal on this. If you've never seen the movie Fright Night, the original, Night. No, the original one, no, not that chicken yeah. shit one. No, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not full of shit. I know what Fright Night is about. (laughs) Okay, that's my favorite movie ever, dude. And Chris Sarandon, who is Jerry Dandridge in it, is the guy that I'm trying to get. He was also uh, Prince Humperdinck in Princess Uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, he was. So we're going to try to get him to be a spokesperson for us and uh, see if that works out. It would be cool to get Jerry Dandridge as a spokesperson. Remind me when we're not on YouTube or recording to to say something. Okay. I'm telling you so that I don't forget, but I, I don't want to broadcast it out here. But yeah, just remind me and we'll do something when we're done here. Um, All right, cool. 
And I totally lost my train of thought. I'm drinking because I live in Wisconsin. We were talking about so, uh, the spokespeople. I'm going to try to get Robert England. And mm-hmm. he's actually a really nice guy. His agent was an asshole a long time ago. I tried getting in contact with him about something else. And his agent from Abrams Agency, which is whatever, uh, he wasn't very nice to work with. But Robert England is. And then we're going to try uh, the other girl. Wait, what's her name? Steve, what's the name of that girl I told you? Uh, one second. She's been in a lot of stuff. She was in this new one called Stakeland. If you guys ever seen Stakeland on, on Netflix, you watch that shit. That's like The Walking Dead for Vampires. Huh. It's awesome. I don't know what's up. Yeah, but see, I didn't like The Walking Dead. What's going to make me like the fucking well, Stakeland? Well, you'll like this because it's, 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 it's a lot faster. Okay. And it's a movie. It's not oh, a the TV name. show. It's, it's okay. a movie. The name was uh, Danielle Harris. That's it. Danielle Harris. Oh, she was Danielle in a lot Harris. of shit. Yep. No, she's from Halloween uh, 4 yep. and 5. Yep. And Roseanne and everything. Yeah, she's great. Yep. And, uh, what, what was She was in the Hatchet movies, too. I you got do, it. I would do dirty, yeah, she's awesome. dirty things to her. <laughs> she's <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. that. Like you haven't said that about Robert England. Uh, He asked me to. It depends on who you ask. I mean, Robert England, he's up there now, so I don't know. It doesn't matter. Matt would still, he would dance in front of him like his dead wife in Strange Life. (laughs) Done that once or twice, the guys. Um, There you go. (laughs) See, that's the Dark Mart stuff. That's good. So do you want me to do you want me to sell like Robert England dances on the Dark Mart? Is that where this is headed? Well, you know what? If it'll get us some <laughs> instructional videos, you can sell instructional, you videos. Go, instructional videos. Put your arm up, look real creepy while you do it. Just, uh, lose my heart on. All right, sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> We're all sorry. We're all very very sorry. <laughs> yes, I have like one friend that's gonna laugh at that, and he probably doesn't listen to this podcast. I'll have to make him. I have to get him real drunk to be on the show. Um, St- Steve, how do you lump into this whole thing? Well, before Steve answers that, I want to say something about Steve. Steve is the rope. He is the entire brain in this programming. I mean, this is the guy. So you know, there's always those 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 people behind the scenes, the wizard behind the curtain. That's where he fits in. But go ahead, Steve. Tell him how you fit in. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a graphic designer, and I uh, absolutely love. Uh, designing things on a daily basis and this is what uh encouraged me to do that so i got to think differently uh learning a ton of things uh logged away with marketing and whatnot i'm actually pretty new to the to the horror industry and i'm quickly learning that it's actually pretty tight niched and very friendly community um but uh, i the, the play the part that i play in here just the uh behind the scenes uh the programmer the graphic designer um got some of my work up on the website uh, some t-shirts that i designed um, I don't know if you've seen those for like the horror map as it's calling, um, where I take iconic horror movies and I design it in the shape of the state that is uh, that it took place in. Have you seen that? Yeah, check that out. Look what he did with it for Maine. He takes the state and makes the outline of the state, and then he puts the monster movie that was from that state in that state logo. So uh, is that an under categories and then apparel? Yeah, go to yeah. apparel. Yeah, right. you see him at the bottom there. Holy shit, dude! Those are yeah, pretty, pretty damn good. cool. Yeah, pretty damn cool. It's got like the chainsaw massacre in Texas. Thought that was pretty cool. The fright night in California. Yeah. Yep. 
You're so right, cool. Nice. Wow. Exactly. Right. So that's, that's kind of where that's kind of where I'm at. I'm still uh, learning. I'm kind of afraid to watch scary movies. So <laughs> maybe one day. The Walking Dead's about where I'm at. Yeah. So do you have you do you watch horror movies at all? <laughs> Just The Walking Dead Just and the uh, Secret Dead. Window. That's about it. Okay. So you've never really watched anything scary. Uh, not recently. No. A, I, <laughs> we we've had a couple of of guests that aren't huge fans of being scared. Uh, but we've still found some some movies and stuff that they were able to review, or they they picked out stuff that they felt comfortable enough watching. It it's it's weird because the genre as a whole, certainly it the expectations are that it's going to be one thing. It's going to be all amped up and bloody and terrifying and everything else, and make you wet the bed. And there is that aspect to it, which is all good, clean fun. But then the other part of it is that there's there's different levels and there's there's stuff that's for young adults or stuff that's for kids, but it all still qualifies as as the horror genre. And, yep. and I think that we talked about a little bit last week's show about a new movie coming out from the guy who did Hostel, uh, but with Jack Black, and it's it's definitely more of a kids movie in in at least the way it sounds so far in a way that like when Robert Rodriguez did the Spy Kids films after he'd been doing things like um, the geez, Desperado and El Mariachi yeah. and that stuff. And well, I think that that's cool because it, it's an entryway for people who don't necessarily either know that they like horror movies or haven't seen horror movies yet or are a little intimidated by horror movies. And it gives them that way in to kind of like uh, whet their appetite. Well, for anybody who hasn't gotten into horror movies and wants to the movie to break into to start your your you know your horror or whatever is fright night that's where you start you start with fright night and that's the best and then like for me i stay away from because i still to this day can't can't even if i watch this movie i have to have a hall light on i cannot look up a set of stairs in the dark as the exorcist oh yeah yeah, yeah. forget it I mean, maybe so, I'll get a a blanket, some popcorn, turn on all the lights. <laughs> like to, to ease back. someone into those movies, that's you're essentially handing them black tower heroin. Right. <laughs> it's a cruel joke, sir. <laughs> it's a cruel joke, is right. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I is I guess is there anything else you'd like people to know about the, the Dark Mart? What you guys do? What you want to accomplish? We wanted to be, uh, you know, known from coast to coast. We wanted to be the place where people come for everything horror and sci-fi. But we do want them to also do like the how-to things. We we can post a video and you can sell your how-to videos. And we just wanted to be that like beacon where people can get off of these other sites and actually get their stuff, you know, visibly seen mm -hmm. by the people that appreciate their stuff in this industry. What do you? I mean, what else do you want to add to it, Steve? It's important to note too that uh, we want to be there for them as well. You know, it, it's about building up the community rather than just uh, you know another store that type of thing. It's a, it's a friendly right. environment that we want people to be able to connect with each other and whatnot as well. Um, yeah, I mean that that's pretty much it. It wants to be the place for you know to get your product seen instead of going to one of these larger Amazon or eBay and it gets buried within seconds of thousands and thousands of other product products and whatnot 
and uh, getting buried is, yeah, is a big part of it from from the perspective of a buyer not being able to find the stuff and them not being really responsive or having somebody who's out there to talk to people about oh i'll help you find that thing that's part of it the other part of it too is you know customer service is a big thing and when yep. you're looking for a place to sell your stuff having you guys available to say hey we're interested in doing this how do we set this up and everything that's a big deal because that's again what what amazon as a huge corporation can't do uh, anymore and maybe never really was interested in doing in the first place is helping right. people set that stuff up they, yep. the concept of of that kind of service is too far gone beyond their limits right now they've got their hands in too many different honeypots uh so exactly having somebody that you can say hey i want to set this up to your store you're going to get better support you're going to get uh better presence and and overall when people say i'm looking for stuff that is along these lines it's going to be the one-stop shop as opposed to i have to dig through diapers and baby formula and all these other things to get to yep. this and hope exactly. that i can find it all yep that's exactly, exactly. right Exactly, exactly. And then also one thing to note too is uh, a service that we have on there is uh, make an offer. So let's say you yes. you're searching for uh, a mask or something and you see a price of uh, $1,800 and you're not sure if you, know, you don't want to spend that much and you can push, uh, click, uh, make an offer, offer the guy $1,600, $1,200, yep. whatever you want. And then you, know, exactly. you can potentially get a better price for it, which is something that uh, these other places don't offer. Nope. Yeah, there's not a lot of haggling on Amazon. No, there's not. It is what it is, and that's it. And then after, and then you know, yeah. So that's that's where we are, and we hope that this takes off. Well, that's great. I think that's really awesome. Now, you guys have a contest going on the site. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? The giveaway, Steve. You want to tell them about that? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the giveaway is uh, something pretty exciting. We got trying uh, trying to attract a lot of uh, eyes and whatnot. So we have about ten thousand dollars worth of prizes, all the way ranging from drones, uh, helicopters, airplanes, all the way model ones, not real ones, all the way down to uh, like a fidget spinner. Um, we have uh, a wonderful sponsor that is helping us with this, which is great. It's one of our affiliates, Hobby Town and, uh, USA. Exactly. Yep. So uh, they offered up all these products for us to give away and to use to promote the dark mark and completely free to get in. All you have to do is sign up as a free member and, uh, you know, join our email list and that's it. And then you're you're in the running and it ends at the end of this month, actually, the end of July. Yep. Yeah. So everybody who's then, who's curious, but maybe not sure if they're like, oh, well, should I? Should I go check them out right now or should I wait? This is a good reason to go look at the site, take a look at what these guys are doing. And on top of it, you can get entered in the contest at the same time. But I think once exactly. you're there, you'll see some stuff that you'll find interesting. Yeah. And if you're on the site and you have any questions, go to the contact form, shoot us a, you know, shoot us an email or go to our Twitter, send us a message and we respond right away. So any questions you have, we're more than happy to help you out. Yep. And where can, where do you guys' Twitter? The Twitter is um, it's, it is at the top of, or at the bottom of the website. I think we have a, a link to it, but it's um, oh, sweet, sweet is... Stephen. What is your Twitter handle? <laughs> Devil Face Five. <laughs> Devil Face at Devil Face Five. D E V I L F A C E Five. 
You broke out a little bit, so let me repeat that. At Devilface5, at D-E-V-I-L-F-A-C-E-5. And I'm making sure he's not lying to us. Just trying to get more. No, no. He tells the truth, kids. (laughs) Awesome. Well, um... Thanks, guys. Thanks don't for forget. Me. Listen, don't forget after this uh, thing, you want to tell us something off the YouTube air. No, that's true. That, that will happen. That will definitely happen. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and we'll let you guys get back to your day. Um, thank you very much for hanging out. Uh, it, was, it was really cool. We'll have to have you come back on. Um, now, uh, what I'm curious, Robert, that mask that you were working on, did you pop it out of the mold while we were? No, I'm actually still uh, putting... It, it takes about three hours. Okay. I'm now doing the front of the mold. So when I'm done with it, when I break it out of the mold, I will send you guys over the images. And then once I'm done painting it and setting it up, I'll send you that too. So you'll see the whole process. Awesome. That would be great. That's fucking awesome. I really do Good. appreciate that. So um, cool. I'm going to kill YouTube, and then uh, we'll start another one. We're going to do our, uh, our other episode here in a second. But uh, – Steve, Robert, thank you very much for hanging out. Thank you, guys. No, thank you, guys. We really appreciate it. it yeah, this a, was awesome. A lot of fun. Thanks so much. You know, we're really excited to see what you guys uh, continue to do with the site, so yeah, thank you, you for having you us. You guys don't have to lie to us. <laughs> yeah, <that's okay>. We <laughs> won't. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.